0: What's going on, Love Quest Nation? Thank you for tuning into the Love Quest podcast. Get your Bibles ready. Get your notebook. Get your coffee. Get some water. Whatever you need to do and get ready to receive. The time is right now. Let's go. As you're taking your seat, look at your neighbor. Say, "I don't know about you, but I'm victorious." Come on, look at somebody else say, I don't know about you, but I'm not bowing down no more. Yes. How do I know the victory? Man, I'm here. I mean, man, I, I, I guarantee you it was not the devil's plan for you to make it today. Come on, man. Y'all better learn how to talk back. Ah man thank God we have three services we get to do this all day long I'm so excited about that I get to go to war for my family my city I get to make deposits for my grandchildren today oh man I get to change generational bloodlines today what a privilege we have today Thank God for Paul. Thank God for Peter. Thank God for Moses. Thank God for Jesus. Thank God for all of them. But where's where's today's Paul's at? Where's today's Miriam's at? Where's today's Deborah's at? Where's today's Ezekiel's at? Where's today's Peter's at? Where's today's faith heroes? Huh? Huh? I'm right here. Anybody with me? I'm right here. Where are the people that's gonna fight for their family? Where are the men that's gonna worship for their family? Where's the children that's gonna be on fire for Jesus? Where are the people who are gonna get out of their pit? Stop feeling sorry for themselves and take hold of the victory that is ours. Woo! Say victory is mine. Say I believe it. I believe it. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Y'all pray for my hamstring, but it's gonna be healed today. That day, hey, it's gonna be healed today. I will go home with a better hamstring in Jesus' name. I hurt my hamstring witnessing. <laughs> right. Y'all think I'm just out there playing hard and diving on the floor because I just I'm trying to make it to the NBA. I'm witnessing. Yeah. So if I'm gonna come over here and teach you how to fight, you come out to that game, you should see the person that's teaching you how to fight, fight. No, we took that game. And we got a bigger giant on Friday and we gonna take that game too. See, so you should never be sitting back waiting for a storm to happen. You should, you, storm's coming. So you should just be charging the storm, not in a dramatic way like a, you're a person that like drama. I'm saying be prepared. Stand on the balls of your feet and say, let's go, bring it. We don't sit back like this, Where do, when sickness gonna come? Is it gonna hit my family? When the government gonna that COVID thing gonna Stop looking, there's power inside of you. There's victory inside of you. This thing jumped on me on, on Wednesday night, um and uh i came wednesday night i had my slides ready and as i'm getting get as i'm back there getting ready i think it's like 10 15 minutes to go and i kid you not lord just start downloading and it was just this like kind of same message but um same umbrella but but just a very intentional focus on something um we know that it's harvest time. We know it's harvest time. Say it's harvest time. Um, if you guys can fix this, because I don't, I don't really need to look at, at that, because um, th- that's going to throw me off, because I'm going to say, I'm going to watch Netflix or something. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, so welcome to our streaming audience hello we welcome you here we got one person that really appreciates you streaming in but that's good amen got you i don't got that much time but i i i I, it was so strong on me wednesday night what happened was absolutely crazy there was a uh, a move of repentance and the lord dealt with me said man this generation don't get on their knees no more like we don't get on our knees no more we don't cry we don't cry out no more and i the lord my again again my grandmama just just it came upon me again it's just like i saw that image i saw that image of my grandma with the blanket over her head two in the morning she she it, she groaned my uncle home see i think what god's called the reason you looking for breakthrough one way god's calling you to your face no, he's calling our posture to change. You're going to have to learn how to groan in the spirit. You're going to have to learn how to like when the last time you went on your knees and pursued the Lord. Or he said, "Man, this generation don't do the knees no more. We too cool." We, we don't have that fervor no more that it took people to get out of slavery that it took people My uncle's 32 years sober from crack cocaine not because his mama ran into the streets nor did he go to rehab It was a praying grandma who stood on her st- you listen to me stood on her knees Right sitting on our couch is not about to change anything praying in our relaxed posture no it's gonna actually you are gonna have to shift your posture into a place or a posture of desperation like how bad do you really want to see crying and praying fervently is two different things right crying and whining is two different things crying and complaining is two different things Right, but 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 God is calling us back to what got us all here. No one is here because a because of a passive prayer warrior. Everyone is standing on the shoulders of desperate ancestors. Everybody. And in and, and, and my heart, I have to repent. How dare me stand on the shoulders of a desperate grandma and then I come here with a generation worse off and try to be cool with God? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Holding it together will never bring you breakthrough. Spirit and truth, God, I'm a mess. God, I'm scared, but I know, but God. Oh Right, Trying to act like you got it all together when you come to church or when you go home in front of your kids. My kids know that I'm broken. They know I got some situations going on. They see the vulnerability. Breakthrough requires vulnerability and honesty. Pride cannot be a part of your prayer life. Nor can it be a part of your walk so you can pray for your kids all you want but where's pride at where's ego at and so God said man my church really don't know how to fight oh we know how to cuss people out though, though, though we're in this flesh in this natural realm the weapons of our warfare aren't carnal so cussing people out is not right telling people how you feel is not fighting that's self destruction it takes more energy to ignore somebody than to have a hard conversation with somebody. Okay, I, if I was you, I would never let the devil come in my house and cause separation. If you are a cause of separation and you in my household, you gotta go, unless we supposed to stay together. My wife, we, we, she can't go nowhere. I can't go nowhere, right? But anyone that's causing strife in my house by passively or purposely, it's got to be dealt with I'm not gonna let the devil live in my house one day One day and some of us have made a room for the devil. He got an air mattress in our house Because what we say is you know well, we ain't gonna talk about that So going on that air mattress, but we won't bring it up the devil's like absolutely. Thank you for giving me this corner I won't say a word <laughs> We gonna let the elephant have an air mattress Come on, look, we only got 15 minutes. Please turn the heater off. Thank you so much. Thank you. I know you guys don't hear it like I hear it, but the heater on my head right now, okay? you guys will be okay. So, I'm not going to get 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 that much, that fur, far uh, this morning. Please go listen to Wednesday. Please, if you can, listen and watch if you can. Please go listen. Please go listen. I've been mean, getting some text messages, some DMs, and people are like, wow, that radically changed things, right? I also apologize to people on Wednesday and repented for I always come up here and challenge you to worship, like lift your hands, clap. I apologize if those who, because i have to be this is the pastoral side of me i want to try and help you not get offended if me challenging you to worship made you feel insufficient or insignificant or like you wasn't my challenge is not workspace my challenge is grateful base what i'm saying is you put your hands to all kind you clap for all kinds of things you put your feet in all you open your mouth to say all kind of destructive things so at least when you come in the house of God, give your mouth to victory. Give your hands to a corporate thing. So I'm, I, so I don't, I wouldn't, I'm, I'm not going to stop challenging, but I want to apologize and try to bring clarity. It's never to make you feel like you don't love God. But I will tell you this, when you really love God, even pride can't hold you back. When you really love God, you have to express it. Don't you express it about your children, about your spouse? Think of how expressive you was when you first met your spouse. And then when you got familiar and tired of them, you're probably not as expressive now. So for me, love and passion for something moves you to expression so people can experience what you're excited about. But I want to apologize to those that will allow the enemy, the accuser or the brethren to get in their head and be like, oh, my God, I'm not coming back no more. Because every time is he always asking us to, you know, and I have somebody come and say thank you for, you know, saying that. Because I, I, I kind of felt like he was like, I understand if it's in my own head, but I kind of felt like, well, I wasn't worthy then. See, the enemy's always in the room talking to people, people always looking for a way out of accountability, too. Right. So the enemy is going to be talking and I want to repent. That's not my heart. Um, my, My heart is to see a generation on fire for Jesus. Right. The world really expresses their love for the world. And it's just time the church just really express their love for their savior. If anybody should celebrate, it should be us. So please go listen to Wednesday. I'll cover a few things and I got to got to get you guys out of here by 11:29. Amen. <sighs> Let, it Let it burn. Having the passion to fight. We don't we don't we don't know how to fight kingdom way. Fighting for our family, fighting for our sanity. Telling someone you want peace doesn't equate to having peace. You gotta fight for peace. You gotta fight for your family's peace. You gotta fight to break through poverty. You have to fight your way out of mental illness. You have to, you have to fight for your marriage. You gotta fight for your kids. You go pray, but you have a responsibility once you get off your knees. You can never be mad at God because God is always doing his part. God always does his part but you got to look at the word and he tells us how to fight and although your flesh doesn't want to fight the way the spirit wants to fight if you want the spirit results if you want heaven's results then you got to do it heaven's way if you want a paycheck from your job you got to do it the job's way and the thing about it, the difference at your job in the kingdom is at your job, you might be able to get away with cutting corners. But in the spirit realm, the devil knows you when you're cutting corners. You can't fool the spirit realm. You can't manipulate the spirit realm. The, the only thing the enemy can't fool with you on is when you stand on truth. Say Truth. And 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 God is still fighting with some of us to just do it his way. Like, you want victory in your marriage? Just do it his way. Like in the debate before 2023. <laughs> Passion to fight. If if you bow, if you bow low in God's awesome presence, he will eventually exalt you as you. Leave the timing in his hands. Two words in here. We don't like three words. Okay, Um, bow low or bow. Um, 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 We don't like eventually. (laughs) (laughs) And then we don't like. Well, eventually is his. But but leave the time. You see how you have your part, and then he says, leave the timing up to him. That even means stop checking up on God like he sleep like he forgot like he ain't aware you need help He says humble yourself And keep it pushing In what I've told you to do Leave timing up to me. Let me help you guys You have you on your mind when you pray God has Everybody on his mind when you pray Your breakthrough impacts so many people. So it's not just about your peace. It's also about how the peace is coming. He has to deal with them. It's not about just our church growing, but our church 10 years from now will be a result from people that he's been dealing with their hearts in other countries to come here today. There's people 10 years from now that God is dealing with them today about moving to Vancouver and they somehow going to find Love Quest. So we're not in a rush. The timing is up to the Lord. I even tell people next door this, I've done and we're doing everything we're supposed to do for this building permit. But sometimes I forget we got next door building. And I'm all all, like tempted to like go downtown and just excuse me. Can you kind of like just put us ahead of the line? And every time there's this insane peace, man, we're here. God God told us to be here, and he has provided significantly, and he will continue to provide, but some people will lose their mind with this building sitting here for how many ever months? there's so much peace because it's God's timing. It's, it's why am I going to worry about something that's not in my hands? Kind of easier said than done, but not really. Just do it. Right? This morning you woke up tired, but you just got up. This morning your, 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 your breath was kind of t- off, and you went in the bathroom and just brushed your teeth. You just did it. You was hungry, so you, made, you just made something to eat. It, it, it's not about your, you don't, let me, let me help you. You don't want it in your timing. Because your timing is gonna cause it to be longer. Because you're going to get it in your timing, And and because the time that you was frustrated with it not breaking through, God was trying to develop character. God was trying to develop you depending on him. But he was like, okay, okay, cool. You want it now? Go ahead take it. A a prodigal son, go ahead and take it now. And what's happening is you're going to get down the line two years, three years, six months later and, and, and have destructed something he was trying to equip you to steward. And now it's even more delayed because it's not that it you you have it, but then you done messed it up. So now you've hurt people, and now you gotta redevelop trust. Now there's more things to work on. Instead of just developing on you, developing you, being faithful over God gave us this building. We're gonna be faithful over this building. We are still trying to figure out ways to maneuver. We get a few more lights and we get we got more tents out there. Why are you getting tents? We moving next door in a few months, because this is where we are. We're going to bloom where we are. We're going to be fake. We can resell those tents easy. But because of the kind of church we are, we're going to use them tents one day in the park or in the city somewhere, and we can rent them out. We look, look, look. This, we got vision. This is all aligning with vision. We're going to get two more heaters. We're going to put some concrete in the floor to close up to them. We're going to put a concrete slab down the middle to stop the rain from coming in. We're going to weatherproof this thing, and we're going to keep on being agile. Yeah being bendable in the hands of God God said he resists the proud so if you bucking up against what God wants to do guess what he just gonna let you be that the hugest key in fighting is obedience don't you dare get in the ring and tell your trainers all that we worked on I'm not doing that no more Don't you dare get in the batter's box and the third base coach give you a sign and you ignore it God has given you orders obey them trust him and learn how to find joy in the mundane find joy in the tough times and Have a healthy perspective of what you're going through and stop allowing your emotions to draw the picture of your season Stop allowing your emotions to dictate your direction. It ain't as bad as you're making. didn't say it's not bad, didn't say it don't feel good, but it's not as bad as you're making it. The way some of y'all are acting is acting like God is incapable of helping you. And that's the fit some of us are throwing in the spirit and, and, and it's like, you ain't God. So stop being mad because somebody ain't changing fast enough What about you? You trying to save your family guess you're you the first one need to change if you got the burdens for change Then you should be the change You don't put pressure on nobody you're not God God don't condemn nobody So how you condemning them? How are you withholding your love until they do it? You're not walking in the love of God and how dare us marry someone and then withhold our love? You promised God. You promised their parents. How you gonna, How you going to take somebody to be with you by yourself? They, they didn't gave up everything. They didn't gave you their life. They didn't work with you for you. They didn't take they didn't care of you. And then you get in a season where you want to withhold all the love. No, you're broken. You are broken. And that is, that is imparted to children. That is imparted to people. How dare here's what let me when you withhold love you're not stopping. You, you got to see what you're stopping You are hurting yourself when you withhold love because when you withhold love you block out God's love You can't withhold love and receive love There's no place for it That's why I said if you are offended or if you got a problem with somebody go find them and please fix it because if not you are kinking the hose And there's water in the hose, but there's a kink in it. And that's that unforgiveness, that's that bitterness, that's that anger, that's that resentment, that's that that disappointment. Be careful where you let disappointment direct you. Here's the point. Someone should not disappoint you to the point where it feels like your life or this moment is just unbearable. You've put too much, you've put too much Uh, responsibility on them to be something for you that only God was there for I realized long time ago my wife can't be my savior nor can I be hers so we had to work on healthy expectations for what a spouse really is we're a partner not a lord there's just some stuff I can't help you with and there's some stuff you can't help me with and I get that and I think sometimes we have so many unhealthy expectations, even towards our children. Like there will come an age where your children should be able to tell you what they want to do and what they want to be. And whether you like it or not, you're still called to love them. And this is why all their life, my, 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 anyways, um, this is why all their life. We should have been raising them in the way they should go. So that when it's time for them to go, we're not clinging to them. But I want when my daughter get 18, I want the Lord be like, good job. Got it from here. Thank you. So as my daughter is looking for colleges and remember driving last week and I was listening to a worship song she, she sings and tears just came down my face and it wasn't sadness it was just like okay God what is this and I really felt the father say thank you you've done well all your daughter know is how to fight the kingdom way all she has seen is a man prostrate before the Lord All she's seen is a man who may have said something snappy to her mama, but she also heard that man come back and say, I apologize. All she's seen was a man affectionate with her mama. But here it goes deeper. She's seen a black man affectionate with a Caucasian woman. Because she's going to be in a world where injustice is very real. And sides are going to try and get her heart to side with one side. So even for the next 10 years, if she go a different way, I am so confident that as the word said, raise them up in the way they should go, not the way they want to go or the way you want them to go. And if you ain't transform yourself, raising them how they should go might be a conflict with what you want to go. Because you ain't went yet. And now our kids have to go on a journey to learn some things that we should have taught them. not religiously, but exemplifying what love really is. So now they may be on a journey looking for it. But man, if you... Exim- See, it's so easy to use that Bible and be like, well, the word tell me to tell you. No, the word didn't tell you to tell them the way to go. Right. Hey, excuse me, can you tell me where the brown sugar filled olives are? Right, you know, I don't, I just want to say something like that's hard to find at a grocery store. Right. I like the person that does not say aisle seven, have a good day. I like the person that said, let me show you. Put his box cutter down or hers. Hey, how you doing? Awesome. They're down here. Let me, let me just take you down here. Yeah, and then they grab it for you. All right. And if you need anything else, I'll be right back over here. All right. Show them. Oh, having kids. <laughs> Ain't to play Barbie and Ken. Having kids should cause you to stop foolishness immediately because now you put yourself in a position where you have to live daily walking as the father. How are we still on this scripture? So pour out all your worries and stress upon him and leave them there. Did you see this? He said, leave the timing up to him and leave your worries with him. Yeah. And I gave this example the other day, and we, we poured out all these names at the altar, and we come to the altar and we cry out and like, oh Lord, and then when we get up from the altar, we pick all the names up, put them back in our pocket and take them home with us. Stop laying stuff at the altar and picking it back up. Trust the Lord. You should be so frustrated that, man, I'm going into this new year so dependent on God. Because I'm telling you guys, that's all I got. It's stressful worrying about tomorrow. It's like, man, even if something was the cause, even if something was caused by my irresponsibility, here's grace grace says I don't even have to worry about that so even where I have messed up God says stop trying to make it up Alright, I'm trying to help somebody because you like but I caused that and so my responsibility is to make it up no 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 whoever this is for you, you it is not God's will for you to try to make stuff up you, you can't make up from the past Makeups are stumbling blocks. You can't do that. He's doing a new thing and God knows how to make up time God, there's no lost time in God. He is he he surpasses time. He's eternal. You don't lose time in God He created it all in seven days actually six he rested on the seventh So 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 he he, give him a week. He could change it off I'm just forced. I just want to force myself to believe God. How many people, you didn't force yourself to believe all kind of stuff. Don't play with me. You know that, you know when you think people talking about you and you find out they wasn't, you know, those illusions, those imaginations. You, you ever went to a restaurant, you just talked yourself up, it was going to be good. You ever got in a relationship, you was like, I know he going to turn out but mom, trust me, he, like he's really a good person. <laughs> all right? Well, would just think of all the things you believe in. You, you, you didn't have to go through a workshop to learn how airplane work. You got on an airplane from other people's testimonies. Like, I want you to really think how stupid this is. Like, we go up in the air. That's hecka high. And if you go to Europe, like when, I, when we went to Australia, man, you in the air for 15 hours? You flying over water? And you just up there chilling, eating them little nasty pretzels. Watching movies, the turbulence happens. You do what the pilots say, do and strap up. You listen to the pilot up there. Yeah. Strap up, put your, incline your seat, put your, put your, put your digital gear away. Digital gear. <laughs> it's a computer, it's a computer. All right? Put it away. <laughs> And you just sit there and got the nerves to be praying now. Praying in tongues up in the air, but here in church, you can just like, and then you get up in there, oh shit, did that, how they do it? Oh, <laughs> the stuff we put faith in. How many people came in here and checked these chairs? Nobody. Y'all so comfortable. You didn't look under and be like, can these hold me? Right, and these chairs be breaking. But you just sat down and grabbed your coffee? How many people before they got on the highway assured that you wouldn't get in a car wreck and made sure all the people on the road are safe? Safe drivers. How many people went to sleep last night? Before you went to sleep, you was like, man, God, you better wake me up. How many people normally, like today, you'll say, I see you tomorrow? How simple is that? But you're putting faith into tomorrow. Not even thinking about it. I'll see you tomorrow, man. I'll see you next Sunday. Until next time, get your love figs, man. Can you trust God with whatever it is, especially if it's out of your control, and do your part? Do your part. He says, be well balanced and always alert. Always. I can't take a day off of keeping my eyes on him. I can't take a day off of pointing to him as the reason why I am who I am, where I am, where I'm going. I can't take a day off of loving. Let me tell you, it is not good for you to take a day off of loving. You can't afford to ignore your family, your spouse. You can't ignore to sleep. You can't afford to sleep on, another, on the other couch another night. You, you can't afford that. The next generation can't afford you to spend another day with the frogs. He roams around incessantly. What does incessantly mean? He's relentless. How are we going to take a day off? Every day off, guess what? He gains ground. I don't mean a day off of works. I'm talking about you can't afford a day off of love and a day off of keeping your eyes on Jesus, a day off of, of worshiping him, and a day off of doing, shining your light. Even if you're not feeling well, thank you, Jesus. Man, I'll be throwing up and I'll be like, Hallelujah. Sorry, that was pretty graphic, but whatever. You just make it a habit. I promise you, it'll become your default. And you just, there's always a praise on your lips, no matter what. You can be angry and still praise Him, but you got to discern if it's anger or if it's rage. And you got to discern where your anger anchors you. Right? I'm going to be frustrated for a moment, but I can't stay there. That's icky. I just want you guys to win. He says, take a decisive stand against him and resist his every attack with strong, vigorous faith. What does it say? Make a decision today to stand for the God thing. Stop being someone who just like, well, whatever happens, happens. And you set your heart for the broken side, for the hurt side. And It's like, no, don't be afraid to go after a winning marriage. Don't be afraid to go after your children. Don't be afraid to go after victory and joy. Snatch your joy back today. Snatch your victory back today. Snatch your hope back today. Don't be afraid. That's yours. Can I help somebody? Joy is yours. Peace is yours. Right? Stop giving that away. It's yours. Come on, say, it. Peace is mine. Joy is mine. Love is mine. Faith is mine. Come on, patience is mine. Come on, it's mine. Lift your hands up. Say, It's mine. Make a decision. My family is mine. God bless me with my family. It's mine. This home is mine. It's God's, Lord. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It 's minds, my children are mine. I snatch them out of the hands of darkness in the name of Jesus. I believe it now. They can roam around for ten more years, but faith is the substance of things hoped for, so it can take ten years for it to manifest, but in Jesus' name, my child is mine, my husband is mine, my wife is mine, my city is mines it 's mines father, I rebuke the spirit of being cowardice in the spirit, but we stand and fight. I declare there's a fight that rises up in us. I come against giving up right now and quitting in the name of Jesus. Come on, whoever's been war- feeling like giving up and quitting, I declare there's new strength right now. Come on, there's new peace right now. There's new courage right now. Come on, saints, pray. There's somebody in here that felt like giving up. You fu- you wondered why do this? Did I make the right decision? The Lord says, it doesn't matter the right or the wrong decision. I'm the right decision. As long as you put me first, I can turn around what the enemy meant for evil. So I speak healing in your body. I speak a reconciled marriage in your family. I speak sons and daughters are coming home. In the name of Jesus, we break the spirit of poverty. We break the spirit of pharmakia. We take back what the enemy has stolen in Jesus' name. Come on, saints. Saints, there's somebody fighting for their peace right now. There's someone fighting for their hope right now. There's someone fighting against the spirit of suicide right now. Come on, saints. Come on, we take it back now in Jesus' name. We take it back now in Jesus' name. I see your legs straightening up again. I see your back straightening up again. I see your head rising again. Get your head out of the sand. Don't you dare bury your head another day in the sand. Arise, son. Arise, daughter. Arise. Arise and shine. Arise and shine. Come on just for a few more moments. Arise and shine. There's hope being being restored. There's courage being restored. There's courage being restored. There's courage being restored. There's courage being restored. Oh, I know this is a season where we can worry. But I declare grieving will not be the same in this season. Come on, I I declare hope rises up now. There's a reason why in this season God chose to bless you, because he's saying for the last several years you've been having a grieving time, a, 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 a stormy time in this season, a depressed time in this season. But he says, behold, I am doing a new thing. I am rewriting the years of your fall in the name of Jesus. I declare from this day forward, I'm giving you new memories for the fall season. Christmas will not be the same. The fall will not be the same. It's harvest time in Jesus' name. New memories, new testimonies, new blessings in your life. Do not be afraid of the new. We're in the season of the unexpected we're in the season of the blow your mind blow your wig back bless your socks off season this is the season of oh no wow really this is the season that god does some good things that will be unforgettable this is this is generational shifting now this is paradigm shift I'm talking before the year is over come on but receive it now open those hands wide open it's the season of the ridiculous This is a season of the exceeding abundantly above all that we could ask, think, hope, or imagine according to the power that's at work within us. Get ready for new things to be birthed. Get ready to be impregnated with glory in Jesus' name. Be ready to be impregnated with transformation in Jesus' name. There's healing power in this season. Changing the face of your story. He's changing the face of your story. He's turning it around. It will never be the same. For the good, it will never be the same. For the good, it will never be the same. For the good, it will never, be good, it will never ever be the same for the good and you're going to be tempted to search for those old feelings of anxiousness in this season and those old feelings of of of, of 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 depression in this season. You're going to wake up tomorrow with a new lightness about you and you're going to be tempted to wonder where did the heaviness go but the Lord says I have snatched it off of you. I have traded your sorrows for joy. I have traded your mourning for dance. Somebody needs to get to dancing right now. Somebody need to get to moving right now. The trade has begun. The switch has begun. And I pray against the temptation of staying how it used to be. The new thing is uncomfortable. Blessing can be uncomfortable, but you prayed for it. You prayed for God to show up in your life you pray, you some of you in the last few months been asking God, God, if you really with me, show me. But he showed you in a way, boy, that it just rocked your world and I'm telling you it's God. Uh, whoever you are, why is God trusting you with this abnormal blessing? Why is God blessing you with such transformation in your life? Focus on the transformation and the change that has come. Leave the timing up to him. Father, we thank you. We can't can't see it all. I know my praise in this moment wasn't in vain. So Lord, I thank you for the breakthrough that I cannot see. I thank you for the breakthrough that is happening throughout the city and in our families. Lord, your word can travel to our children. It can travel to the hospital room. It can travel into the prison cells. Lord, so tonight, today, we say thank you, Lord. I don't always gotta know what happened, but I know when I praise you, when I acknowledge you, Lord, I know that you move. I know that the enemy cannot withstand a worshiper. So I know the chains have fallen. I don't need to know where specifically, but I just know I serve a chain breaker. I know I serve the Lord of hosts who is fighting for me, who has went before me, Lord. So I thank you in advance. I thank you, Father, for the testimonies that are coming in today. I thank you for the transformation that is happening today. I thank you for the breakthrough this week that takes place in our workplace, in our family, in our household. I thank you for the decisions that have been made in our hearts today. I thank you, Father, for the healing that has taken place emotionally in our minds today, Lord God. I thank you that young people will have an accelerated experience with you, fall in love with you, become more serious and mature about the things of God and will not stand by while their generation fall to the pits of hell and the trickery of the enemy Lord but I thank you that in the midst of all the confusion and all the darkness and all the curriculums that are being pushed in our schools and forced in our children's lives Lord that your glory will triumph in Jesus name your church will will rise your church will be beautified Thank you, Lord, that your church is getting their limbs back. I hear the bones coming back together. I see the sinews coming. I hear the clanking of bones coming back together. There's a great army rising in the midst of all the darkness, Lord. So we say, send us and we will go. We arise and we will shine. We will not just arise, but we will shine in Jesus' name. Thank you, you're raising up warriors, kingdom minded sons and daughters. We promise to give you the glory, Lord God. Thank you for the overflow. And lastly, Lord, I pray that there's more people today that choose to be unashamed of the gospel, that our walk with you will be evident and will not be trapped into meetings with people we're safe with, we're comfortable with. But wherever we go, people will see there's a difference about you. So I declare that you will be unashamed of the gospel. For it is the power of the mighty God we serve. Lord, we say thank you Thank you for every giver in this place today. Every person that makes up in their heart to be partners with you. Lord, I thank you for a return on their seed. Thank you that there's a spirit of generosity in this house. That We will not withhold from you what you need from us, what you're asking of us. I thank you, Father, for marriages and families that seemingly to be torn or fractured or sprained or um, dislocated. Um, Lord, I thank you that there's a mending that's taking place in families. And also thank you, Father, for the ability to not need closure or to not need an explanation, but the ability to leave it in your hands. And may we deal with whatever's in us that need the affirmation or that needs someone to make us feel better. I declare now that you are our Lord and Savior You're not just our Savior, but you're our Lord. You're our King. You're our Father, Abba. You're our healer. You're our provider. And we say thank you, Lord. May this extra time in 10 a.m. not be in vain. But I thank you for the gift of your presence. I thank you, Father, that you see us, you love us, you have need of us. And so today we choose to untie the donkey because you have need of us. We thank you in Jesus name. Amen. If you want to know what's going on at Love Quest, now I promise you I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like sculching or stretching and getting you used to later. Eleven twenty-nine, okay? But today I'm not going to stop what God wants to do never will I and so thank you so much for being with us at love because you want to know what's going on ask one of our leaders go to the uh, integration kiosk or you can go online follow us at Instagram and any of those social media platforms website whatever Um, But we're going to close just like this. If you're interested in going further in the message tonight or today, we have 1230. I mean, you only got 30 minutes. Have some coffee and stick around for a little bit. And we have 530. We also have Wednesday evening. And uh, I don't know about you, but Wednesdays is an absolute blessing. And so um, come out on Wednesday. And then lastly, I will tell you this. Friday night, we have the biggest game of our season. We are playing the top team in the league. Um, They're coming after us. And we're coming after them. Um, we need your support. We need your voice. We need your noise. If we lose, we go home. We need your energy. If you come to the game, we're all black. And if you come to the game, don't think you come into a Bible study. You are coming to an all-out war, okay? And so all black and uh, get ready to be entertained and get ready to see a really good game. And um, watch us win our city through witnessing. Uh, we need We need the win because winning is one of the greatest witnesses. Jesus would not. I would not feel confident about Jesus if he did not overcome the grave. Winning is key to witnessing. So don't think you're wasting your time at a game. You are helping us and you are willing us to victory so that that opens doors to conversations and influence in the city and the Yeah, so we need you. The game is at 7.50, I believe. And uh, love you guys. Out of time. And we're for sure not out of Jesus. Until next time, you know what it is. Get your love fixed. Man, have a wonderful, wonderful afternoon. God bless. Listen, thank you so much for joining us for this week's podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe on all of your favorite streaming platforms and follow us on social media. You can find us on IG and Facebook at lovequestintlchurch. INTL Church. We out here. But you know what it is. You know the motto. We out of time, but we ain't out of Jesus. So till next time, get your love fixed, man.